The Unsigned Podcast. I do that clap. I do sometimes for Joel, but he sort of he's he's quite good. He just, Joel's the editor, isn't he? Joel's the editor, and yeah. he gets a shout out every podcast. He does. And I've noticed what he also does. He puts a little message every time we give him a shout out. So if Aww. you if you see it. You'll see it flicker sometimes. Go, what the fuck was that? And it's like, it was a blue on message, like eat popcorn. Like no, doing the cinemas. He literally goes like, "Thanks, Matt." Or "Thanks again." <laughs> he's not quite. He's not trying to sell you anything just yet. I'm surprised you haven't noticed that. It sounds like you've done a lot of research. Yeah. Do you watch or listen? I listened. Oh, okay. Yeah. There you go then. Because I don't have much time to. I don't watch anything ever. The only time I watch things is um, when I go to bed. I watch cartoons. And when I eat, I watch stuff. But when I eat at the moment, I'm watching Modern Family. So, Are you? Yeah, so I haven't got time to sit down and watch things, so right. it's always in the eardrums. In the eardrums, while you're working? When I'm working, when I'm driving, I'm crying. Aww. No, I don't really. <laughs> what do you cry whilst you're listening to this podcast? Oh, by the way, Fraser Morgan's here. <laughs> Welcome to the Unsigned Podcast, by the way. We've been chatting along. Hope you've enjoyed that. How are we all? Oh, Abby's all... back as well. You didn't record that, did you? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> we record everything. I need oh, to know, good. though, what cartoons you watch. Uh, everything. Like, okay. I'm not joking. Like, I just, it's how I get to sleep. Right. It's like cartoons. It's stuff I've watched. So, my most recent ones, last night I watched Cars. Uh, <laughs> oh, not... the film? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. The night before that, I watched... Um, so, when you I say watched... cartoons, you mean, like, feature films as cartoons, or just, you just watch, like, Simpsons Car- as well? Uh, I was expecting Tom and Jerry. Yeah, <laughs> I was. Yeah. So, I went through a phase of rinsing Spongebob. Okay, yeah. Rinsing. Like that. <laughs> 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 Sorry, that was too easy. Um, Did you know you'd done that? Was that on purpose? No, I didn't. No, I didn't. It was really great. That was really good. I like that a lot. But no, and then I and then I watched um, and I just love since my friend gave me the Disney Plus, I'm just watching all the stuff on there because I've rinsed all the stuff on Netflix. Yeah. It just helps me put me to sleep. I love it. But last night mm. I changed things up a bit, and my bed, the head faces the wall, and then I've got a massive window, and then the windows in the middle of the room. And last night it was raining, but I've got like a nice little like plasticky tin roof outside. Right. And it sounded beautiful. You see the lightning as well. No, I was asleep uh, by that point. <laughs> no, it sent me to sleep about one a.m. and I was like, oh, "This is beautiful." This. So I turned off the telly, which is the first time. I don't usually do that. Yeah, no, I think I used to... Friends was always one that I used to have on. I know it's not a cartoon. But, <laughs> but no. friends, friends was always a thing. That or Partridge. But we done enough Partridge on last week's episode, so we're not going to do that I, again. I heard you did. Yeah. There's a lot of Partridge. It was too much. I've got but, um, an Alan Partridge guitar pick from Lewis Capaldi. You really? Oh How? Yeah. Oh, my friend was going to a show... Uh, at the, it was a banquet records in Kingston upon Thames. I used to live in Kingston. <coughs> Did you? Yeah. I've heard mixed reviews. Um, have you? I have. Oh. I've, I've well, well, how was your experience? I loved it. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I hear. I hear. I love it. It's like oh, it's just London. I live in South I mean, not. Oh yeah. <laughs> Fair. Fair. <laughs> but yeah, and then I was like, yeah, I'll come for the gig for free. Like absolutely. So I went to the Spoons and we watched. Well, you went to Kingston, you went to Spoons. <laughs> yes. And yeah, but <laughs> everywhere in Kingston is expensive. It was opposite Banquet, though. It was opposite the, the record shop. Right. So I was like, oh, I love Spoons, I love pints. So then, <laughs> on the Spoons, pints. I had some, some pints. And then uh, when I watched Louis Capaldi, and I was I was up front row with him. And then I got his set list and a guitar pick, and I was like, nice one, buddy. Nice. Yeah. Do you see his billboard? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I'm getting to that stage of looking, I think, these days. See, I quite like... I lo- I'm, uh, I've been looking at, I've been ringing around today. I want to get a billboard in my hometown for my next single. Right. Um, How much do they go for? Uh, well, you don't have to say. Oh, no, they, they, so there's like a big double one. Yeah. For like, you have to get it for three months, which I'm not oh. going to do. But it's like three grand for three months. Wow. Yeah. So it's like hit and miss. But this one I want, 
I haven't got pricing yet because I'm trying to find who owns it. But what I want to do is I want to get because my next single is going to be Mistakes Don't Define You, right? And I'm going to get a billboard and it says like Fraser here. Have you made a mistake? This is my new song, Mistakes Don't Define You, and then it's going to be a picture of my Tinder with <laughs> like me with my goggles on. Right, uh, and just something stupid because I think that's the way forward. You, couldn't you get like you know like when you go down the A12 and they've got like those clear media like things that are on the back of a wagon. Oh yeah. Can you look into getting those? They'll probably be cheaper than a billboard. Do you think? Probably, but then it's gonna be hard for people to see. Whereas this one was like, the one I'm looking at is at like, traffic lights. Oh okay. Yeah yeah. So people will just see me and my goggles like. Was that like, your mistake? <laughs> no, well, no I, I'm sure there were worse mistakes on Tinder. I wish that was a, I wish that was my mistake. So yeah, so we've all made mistakes. That's what the song's about. But yeah, so but yeah, that's what I want to do. Yeah, yeah I like I like that. I like. Just, I think that self-deprecating stuff is quite good. Isn't it's brilliant. It? it puts you on a level. No, it, I, yeah, it is. It's, it's it phenomenal. It's my favourite thing. I mean, that is my full personality, really. So. <laughs> Literally, but it's the best. And you know what? As well, because I'm a bit of a nerd. I like looking. I'm a massive fan of mental health, and I was looking into um, why it's a thing. Self-deprecating humor. Why it's a thing? And yeah. It's closely linked to trauma. So there's two. There's four types of humors: two positive humors and two negative humors. And one of the positive ones is called self-enhancing, mm-hmm. um, which is uh, self-deprecating humor, and it's a way of um, removing stress and awkwardness or tension from a situation, and it makes it easier to deal with. But it's also a great way to deal with it. Yeah. Yeah. So there you go. Very interesting. I, I think you're bang on the nose then. <laughs> <laughs> Do you charge for therapy? <laughs> uh, we're, not, we're not paying him. Yeah. Oh, what? <laughs> <laughs> Elvis has left the building. <laughs> but yeah, so, but yeah. I saw that you've got your, is it your mental health group that you've set up around by your way that like talks or coffee mornings or something like that? See. Si. What what's that called and how it, can people get involved? It's called Let's Talk About It. Um, and so that was born out of my my like, mistake that I made when I upset my friends it was I had like a breakdown for a week because I just felt really bad and then I hit like a really bad low and then I came out of it I was like whoa that was awful (laughs) and then I was like I don't want anyone else to go through that and then so Colchester's got the third highest suicide rate in the country almost Mm -hmm. double national average Um, and I was like well people need to stop being stupid and just talk about their stuff really so I recorded let's talk about it and then my mate Steve and Jez, they've got like a cafe called Best Days Vintage. Um, and essentially, I don't know how. No, you're fine. Oh, okay, sweet. You're fine. Thanks. You're welcome. <laughs> he called me gorgeous in the taxi the other day. Yeah, I did. <laughs> <laughs> Go on. Anyway, you're the one who didn't stop calling me earlier when I was with you. But anyway. Uh, <laughs> I was sat in the car, you were spamming him with texts. <laughs> I was. I was, I was buzzing. Both of you. And oh, Manish is here as well, by the way. Hey, <laughs> Yeah, I had you two take. I was like stuck in traffic. It was like a ding, 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 ding. And I was like, <laughs> fucking driving. Sorry. So, yeah, so they've got a cafe called Best Days Vintage. And they do like the, you know, Cave of Kings, obviously. Yes. Uh, the wonderful Cave of Kings. She works there. And where um, is that? It's in Colchester Town on Eld Lane. Oh, it is. Oh, okay. Yep. And so they let me have free roam of it on the last Sunday of every month. Uh, they shut at four. I start at half four. I'm there for an hour and a half. And a bunch of men come sit down, have free tea and coffee. And we laugh a lot. And we joke about shit, really. And it's amazing. I mean, I've missed out on a couple here and there just because the music kind of went wow out of nowhere. And I was like, oh, mm. shit. And I didn't have time to do it. But yeah, it's really good crack. It's good fun. It's really nice. I love it. And I know you're uh, the ambassador of Mates, aren't you? Yep. There Sponsor we go. up there. Yep. Because yeah. I played a gig at um, Gardner's in Green- in Springfield. In oh, Chelsea. that was recently, wasn't it? That was recent. That was yeah. the... Uh, I didn't know you were playing. Though. A week, yes. 
week Sunday uh, for Shaky, and yeah. um, and I saw a massive banner for mates. Yeah, I was like, ah. Oh, so the one of nice. the guy who <laughs> is I'm not sure if he's landlord or manager there, but he's a, he's an ambassador for mates. Well, shout out Lee Pearl. Oh, I love that guy. So he came yeah. up to me after my gig and he was like, I want to book you for a gig, and I was like, yes, that guy is a legend. He's such a lovely guy. Such a nice guy. So he used to work at the UB in Chelmsford. No, he didn't. What's the one headquarters? Fucking hell. Wheat Sheaf used to work there and now he's at the Gardeners. So I think they're trying to take a lot of the mate stuff from there to the Gardeners. Nice. So anyway, so you can shout out, shout out your, the name of your thing again, your mental health group that people can find. You burping? No. <laughs> <laughs> it's right into Abby's face. Yeah, so. <laughs> Mistakes don't define you. <laughs> <laughs> Always plugging. <sighs> Never stop. What am I doing? <laughs> Where can people find information for your mental health group on the last Sunday of each month? Um, I usually post about it on Instagram. There you go. So go to your Instagram. <laughs> yeah. Why was that such a difficult? Because I just told everyone about it. Yeah, I was just that's, saying, that's, where that's to find it. Oh, oh, oh. Where the, where to find where the it? Oh, okay. I, do, so I make like come. a... If I'm like, Eld Lane, Colchester. Yeah, right, yeah. cool. <laughs> right, fair enough. No, no, I make an event and then I, I, I yeah, I uh, promote it on my Instagram and my Facebook and stuff. And they say, here's what's going on. It's great as well because you get, yeah, everyone from every background come. Yeah. People, and sometimes I'll know some of them, sometimes I won't, mm. but they never really know each other. And so it's really lovely because then, um, it's an awkward thing. Like, being an adult is, like, weird enough, like, trying to make friends because you're just, like, you know, at school, you're just kind of thrown together because, like, you all fell out of your mum at the same time. So you just kind of be like, right, well, I guess we have to be friends. Where that yeah. was a, well, I know it was a very beautiful wording. Um, but we all have to be friends, whereas being an adult, you kind of have to be like, oh, fuck, I've got to make friends now. And it's really awkward. And there's men, it's like, it's like some men I found, I like, have their, like their backup about some things. It's like, ah, oh, chill, it's grand. So we have hmm. all sorts of people. I've had like this like six foot six, like massive built guy like cry. And like, I'm not happy he cried, but I'm happy of the, the comfort up. and yeah. the openness. And no one judging. Everyone's like, fair play, buds. Mm. Like, that's grand. Yeah, nice one for talking to us and reaching out and, and yeah, just like being an adult and just talking about yourself. I think the thing is with like mental health generally, it levels you, doesn't it? If you're in a group <laughs> of other people, like we've, like I've gone through my stuff, like that's one part of mates. Obviously you're doing your thing. I think that when we've when we've communicated about it before, so we, how long ago was it when I done the interview with you? October, nearly a year ago. Yeah, Jesus. So I was on Chelmsford Radio Chelmsford, mm. and I had a section called Check In. Um, I was actually on South End, when, but anyway, I had a section called the Check In where we check in with local mental health groups and try and give them a bit of a shout out and stuff. Nice. But also, I was interviewing artists, and you had a new track out, wasn't it? Well, I can't remember what track it was. Merry Go Round. Of course, it was. It's a merry-go-round. And then we had the interview, but we also went into mental health stuff as well. And it's sort of, you almost recognise that in other people. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. And it's like, I know that other people that I've dealt with via mates are some of my best friends now. So, it, do you know what I mean? It's funny how it's, <coughs> in like your typical, not to go into bloke stuff too much, but when you're in like a typical man group, mm -hmm. it can be quite daunting to sort of try and open up a little bit. Yeah. So the environment you've created there and the environment they've created at mates just open and Andy's Man Club as well. I've got to oh, shout, Andy's I've got, Man I've got Club. To shout them up as well. Absolutely, but it's a great group because it, it does like it does level everyone, and it's like yeah. there's no preconceptions about what you should be or whatever because you're all going there for the same reasons. You've already got that in common. Exactly. Yeah, you're already you're going there with that that kind of acknowledgement that you're all going for the same reason. Yeah, it's like I kind of just want to like, talk about my stuff and be a better person. And it's like yeah, so do we all. That's yeah, brilliant. Yeah. Let's talk. So it's nice. It's nice. It's positive. It is positive. I love it. Is very good. Usually on the podcast, yes. for people that are watching, what we usually do, we usually have uh, a section where me and the co-host sort of have a bit of a catch up 
and then we go into the second section with the guests. But we thought, why not? We mix it up this week. Yeah. So Fraser's joining us for two sections, and then we're going to have a, cu- a couple of acoustic tracks at the end as well. See. Si. See. Si. Is it a Spanish track? <laughs> no. Oh, well, actually, I've got one called Mexico. Have you? Yeah. <laughs> no, there you go. It's got to be done now. <laughs> you didn't mean to do that, but yeah, I have got a Spanish track, actually. Good. Oh, what I was going to do, because I've got 25 songs that I like, that I like. so right. you're more, more than welcome to pick one, and I'll just play one. I think you've got to pick your favourite. I don't think we can choose. I yeah, think you no, I think it takes the pressure off me then. But it puts the pressure directly onto us. Yeah, you've, well, only, you've uploaded great. a track to me. True. You want me to, to like guess your full catalogue? Uh, no, I'll show you a picture of 25. <laughs> I've, got, I've got 25 song titles written on my phone because I, right. I always forget what songs I write. So I've, I've made an active effort now of writing them down. I'll write a song and I go, right, okay, write the one on the list. Don't forget that one. Right, okay, thank you. Because right. I, I write a lot, so I just forget. But yeah, so I could are you confident you. playing them all? No, nah, but I'll do it. Oh. No, because that's. Do you know what as well? It's really I don't re- don't rehearse my songs. I just play them at an open mic, and I'll just see how it goes, and I'll just go from there. I don't really learn the lyrics until I play them. Live I feel enough. like you two. I feel like he'd be quite good for you. Yeah, he's not. <laughs> I've never been told I'd be good for a girl before. Honestly, they usually just keep me away. So what I mean I'm is that I'm I hope messing you, around. I hope you don't mind me saying this, but Abby, you're not the most confident mm. in performing as such. You'll be having done a lot of really? it. Really? What, yeah. what are you scared of? I uh, need it to be right. I need to know it's going to go right. Why? <laughs> I don't know. Exactly. It doesn't need to be right. It doesn't need to be perfect. And the, the best parts are in the imperfections and the bits where you mess up and you go, oops, it's great. I love it. I l- oh, that's the best parts for me. That's how, I've, that's how I like learn my songs. That's how like my songs find their idiosyncrasies and their, their little niche fun parts because it's something that I've done by accident at a gig. Mm. And I've gone, I've got to work, actually. Like, I don't want to practice it to perfection. So how, how does, when does, uh, like, Home is Where the Heart is, yeah? Yeah. At what point has that been recorded? Has that been recorded after you've gigged it a few times to know where those moments are? Or have you recorded it first and then found other bits where you go, oh, that could have actually gone into it? No. So Home is Where the Heart is, I I wrote that in April 2020. Oh, wow. Um, and then the panoramic. Well, that's when the panoramic was kind of... The panoramic? Panoramic. I don't like the other P word anymore. I heard a comedian on like Live at the Apollo the other day call it everything but the pandemic. <laughs> so it, I can't remember the... But it's basically like that, panoramic. Yeah, yeah. Like, and all the other words. Yeah, because I just yeah, want to dance around it. I hear, I hear the P word. I'm like, ah! Yeah, not again. Yeah. But yeah, and so I wrote that and then I didn't really get a chance to gig it. I gigged it a little bit out in Ireland here and there where I could when they were in and out of their lockdowns and that. And then uh, I came back and then I just played it and played it and played it. And I was like, oh, I guess I'll record it. But Home is Where the Heart is is a very different sounding song to the rest of them now. Yeah. So you have a podcast. I do. Yeah. You stalker. No, she's researching. That's my light way of saying stalking. Okay, what did you do when you were looking at the Unsigned podcast for a in that much falling detail. in love with matt i was actually gonna leave the room at one point <laughs> <laughs> no um yeah all right fair i got you i got you got me you got me i'm missing on your podcast and you were yeah. saying that the music was taken off but you did say home is where the heart is is different because mm-hmm. it's not a full band <clears throat> so home is where the heart is the one i recorded the one that you hear the the, the produced version mm-hmm. that's on spotify and that it's definitely like a produced song uh, it's my first proper time in, in in a studio because I did bits here and there before, but my main passion is just writing, playing. Mm-hmm. They're, they're my two favourite things I love in the world. I've never really cared for recording it. And it's not until I went, people started coming up to the gigs, like, is that on Spotify? I'm like, oh, right, okay, I'll pull my finger out. Yeah, but, yeah. Um, 
Black Cactus recorded it, and you know, the, absolutely amazing. And they made it sound like a great uh, radio song, and it's like they did the job perfectly. Um, but now going forward, it's going a bit more DIY and trying to capture how I sound live mm-hmm. because it does sound like a studio song because it was recorded in studio and it's produced very well. Yeah. Um, but going forward, I'm kind of going. Oh, it's going to help me then. I saw... <laughs> I just saw an arm come out of this. <laughs> you carry on. I just didn't know what was going on. He's doing producer stuff. Oh, sorry. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> but, and then, um, I thought, very bad attention span. Uh, what so you, your, fir- yeah, so your first two loves are writing yes, and playing, yeah, and right. now you've got to start recording it in a DIY way. Yeah, so what I'm doing is, so actually best days, I turn around to them and I was like, look, lads, can I borrow the keys to your warehouse? Right. And my mate is a music teacher who's in my, he's, oh, he's in my band. Exactly. So we borrowed loads of mics from his school and we just set up. Do they know this? Or I was going to ask that, yeah. <laughs> we borrowed. We gave them back. Oh, right, okay. That's borrowing, yeah. Yeah, right? Yeah. On, on paper, that's borrowed. I took, I give back. The same thing in the same condition. Borrow. Good. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> well done. And he's lost his job. Um, so my friend's looking for a job at the minute, if you know anything going. Um, no, but then, yeah, so we just recorded DIY. And I got sent the, the mix of the first actual thing. And it sounds like I do live. Yeah. And it's, it encapsulates that perfectly. Cool. Like, it's just a bit like mental, but in like a good way, I think. <laughs> I don't know. Stuff sounds good. So with that, is it a case that that's going to be the way forward now? So <laughs> do you think you'll go back into like an official studio or are you happy doing it this I, way? I like the DIY way. Yeah. It works. Like, do you know the band Days for De- Days and Days? No. Days and Days are an American duo. Uh, they were in a relationship when they first started, but there's a fellow on guitar, a girl who sings, uh, some other fellow plays this weird single double bass like with one string, and this other person plays like this like washing rack as like right. a drum thing, and they recorded like the first five albums in a broom cupboard, and you can hear the, like, the buzz in, in the background, mm. but they did really well because I've noticed there's, depends on what sort of act you are, Depends on like the sound quality that you want to record. Like I like um, I, I'm like the DIY kind of punky stuff or DIY in general. I think is is real for me. I can't say for everyone, but <clears throat> for me, I think it's the way forward because I'm not very uh, I'm not very studio-y. and this way we can kind of work on it as we please and kind of chip about it. Also, to record three songs that day costs us nothing. Yeah. There is that. I mean, I don't see that side of it. Obviously, I'm not a musician, but you do a lot of your stuff DIY as well, don't you? No. See, oh. we're the opposite here okay. because okay. I'm full studio. You're all just, you love studio. I don't love the studio, but no, I can't play right. instruments very well. I can play the keyboard and okay. I know music theory quite well. Oh, fair. So I can program an instrument. Okay. Right. So see, performing live becomes difficult that way. Oh, I guess that's right, actually. Yeah. Mm. You've got a point there. I d- also don't have a band. So when you're yeah. recording your tracks, though, so if you're recording like one, I don't know any track that you've done, have mm. you gone into a studio to do that? Then I record all my parts myself. Yeah, and then we do post production and mixing and mastering in the studio. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. What, yeah. what I meant by DIY was that you are doing that in the, like, on your own. Yeah, uh, I suppose. Yeah, in that that's sense. DIY. Yeah. That's DIY, that's okay. you. Fair enough. You're not going to a studio and go, I've got this idea for the song and they work on it with you and then they, they bring it to somewhere. You kind of, you have the product. Have the whole, yeah. You have the product and you go, mix and master, please. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was spending far too much money on that, by the way, I realised. Yeah, so mixing many. and mastering services can be separate and I was paying for a full day in the studio and I didn't 
need it. Well, that's I think that's good advice for people that don't have that yeah, that, that knowledge, knowledge though. So what? Cause I wouldn't have a clue. So what is the? What would you recommend to do then, rather than what you did? Well, it depends completely on your style, but yeah. I think if you can afford a decent enough microphone that you're happy with the quality and sound of your own voice in, mm-hmm. and your instruments, if you've got your own yep. instruments. For me, it's really easy, because all I need is a MIDI plug-in and one microphone. Because mm-hmm. then you do all the instruments through the MIDI keyboard going through the Mac. Mm-hmm. So as long as you have Logic Pro or something, or Ableton, there's other products available. <laughs> I yeah. used, I know GarageBand, I know Reason. GarageBand. GarageBand. <laughs> on every Mac ever. Yeah. Um, Reason, I used a bit. I tried doing dubstep once. <laughs> <laughs> it didn't go very well. But I'm Please not. Please say you have some of that. Yeah, you? I was <laughs> I wrote, literally you know about to say. <laughs> we could we could do stuff over it. We could. We d- could I could definitely lay, I'd oh, love mate. to lay something over the top yeah. of your dub. <laughs> I tried, and I can't remember where it is now, but it was oh, years yeah. ago. Yeah, I also... Everyone remembers where the stuff like dub is on their laptops. No, it's an old, on an old laptop somewhere. It's gone. I actually admitted to Rob the other week. I did try writing once, mm. and but it just didn't go very well. And no. then it, like he's he's been trying. So Rob like Rob Jackson from Admissions and also co-host 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 of the unsigned podcast when he's available is uh he's trying to get me into doing stuff like that like he goes oh i think you'd be quite good you understand the concept quite well so i think you'd be quite good at writing i said no i'm not like i can i can make lists and i can do stuff like that but i can't i haven't got that creative part of me to write i've had ideas for certain things like tv shows films documentaries stuff like that but i've never been that way inclined to be able to sit there and put my feelings onto a paper in that way it doesn't always have to be feelings in it Check your feelings. This is literally one of your songs. I said, yeah, I mean, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I, d- I, I don't know. I just don't feel that way inclined. And the other, so I, I thought I was toying with it a bit. I was like, maybe I could, maybe I could write something. Maybe I could like, anyway, went to this gig um, last Thursday at St Pancreas Old Church. And we went and saw, Alec, me and Lizzie went down to see Alex Francis perform. And there was also um, a guy called Will Pope who was supporting Oh my god! Listening to him, I there I could never get anywhere close to what he did. You can't get put off by that though. Oh. Yeah, not with that attitude, you can't. No, I, no, comparison, I can't. Comparison kills creativity, is what I found, and that's something I've come up with. I'll myself. talk about it. No, I will talk about it. it, man. I can't. I've never played anything. The closest thing I've ever come to playing was the drums. Okay. So I'll smash those and have a go on that. Yeah. But I can't sing. Right. I can't. Can you rhyme? Not really. <laughs> what are you laughing at? Man, man can rhyme. You can rhyme. <laughs> no. You can rhyme. I can be quick-witted and make stupid jokes, but I can't yeah. rhyme, right? So it's not something that's in my arsenal, but I can Fair. talk about it and I'll promote it as best I can and I'll support all the unsigned artists I know as best I possibly can, but I'll leave the creativity to you guys. Oh. This is my creative bit. Future Hits headliner yeah, that's, 2023. That's <laughs> no. <laughs> yes, just you and your dub. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, I would, I'd love to be able. If I could do one thing, I'd love to be able to like mix and stuff like that. Like we were discussing it on the. I mean, that day. would be really handy. That would be for you. <laughs> I'd love that. Aisha's learning how to mix. You and Aisha could south end, south end it up. Could do. <laughs> south end represent. Yeah, exactly. You went to a gig. I did. So do you want to tell us about that? It was a couple of weeks ago now, right? Um, it was. Yeah, the Hushstones. We've played a lot. They're some yeah. stranger. Have you heard it? Have you listened to Hushtones? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah, Hushtones? Yeah. Cool, yeah. So I went to see Hushtones in, they're actually Liverpool based, but they were down in London. So yeah. I didn't know that. It was Hackney Wave, wasn't it? Yeah. <clears throat> what was the venue? Oh, put her on the spot. 
I don't know if I'm saying it right. Seabright or Sebright Arms? Seabright Arms. Seabright Arms. You said Sebright. Oh. S E B. It's S-E-B. Oh, okay, right, I'm wrong then. I was saying Seabright. I thought it was Seabright, but it doesn't matter. Anyway, so you went there. I went there. And you saw the hush tones. Yeah. Uh, they had a support act, Daisy and the Dead Chains. They're gigging a lot. Oh, they cool. haven't That's actually cool, recorded or released anything yet, but they sounded amazing. How do you find that? Because we had, so we've had the Ariston on here and they've literally just released their first track. But like you were saying about how, I mean, you've released quite a lot of tracks, over, especially over the past year. I haven't year. never, I've only performed once or twice. No, I know. But what my point is, is that you've almost done the other, you've gone the other way to what the Ariston were doing and what you were doing in mm. regards to writing and performing you've wrote and released loads of tracks how have you found it with your stuff where you haven't recorded a lot because the ariston have literally just re released their first single yellow lines but before that they've done so many gigs like over the past six months but then people again like you said earlier where, where can we find you where can we find you yeah well that's that's what made me start recording pull my finger out because i'd what happened i'd moved back from ireland last year and then i spent some time kind of gigging here and there and when I started to find my feet and started to write loads of songs I was like, oh this is awesome and then <clears throat> I started to gig them people would start to be like where can we find them where can mm. we find them and it was getting quite annoying because I've gigged I think where we're at September so from January to Sunday just gone I think I played end of August <laughs> yeah 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 just, thank you Jeez. cheers I played like 145 times Jesus oh, and wow. I just love it and but I got sick of people being like where can where can we find, where can we find? So what I did in the end, because I record demos at home, I've got mm -hmm. like a, to anyone listening, I would recommend. Or watching. Or watching. <laughs> <laughs> I would recommend, like recording wise, what I've found is if you've got the, <clears throat> if you've got like a, a nice little interface, mm -hmm. um, and like, you know, like a setup where you can just record vocals through like an interface, is I'd recommend getting like a Rode NT1, because you can get them for about anything between 80 to 120 quid on eBay. That's how I got mine. Uh, plug it into an interface that can run 48 volts, phantom power, mm -hmm. and it records really well. And what I did is I recorded demos through that. And I got so sick of people being like, which songs, which songs, which songs. I just, I put like a demo EP together. Right. And I was like, here's your fucking, no, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> no. Hey, just you want to, no. Um, but I was like, you know what, actually, it'd be good for me to actually get some music out whilst I'm also doing that. And then those CDs could help pay for the recording and stuff. It turns out they're doing a recording for free, so now the CD just pay for more merch and things. So I'm able to expand that. Um, but yeah, I think just starting there even, mm. literally doesn't have to be perfect. It's not mine, it's not perfect. I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know how to mix and master. All I did was um, <clears throat> lay down a guitar, Listened to it, sung it, um, did a bit of compression, reverb, a bit of basic stuff, and that was that. Like, even for some of the songs, I could, some of the songs, for some weird reason, I couldn't play and then sing over because I kept messing up. So, some songs had the, like just single track, the guitar and vocals at the same time. But you can't really tell because I've noticed people don't care about perfection. Mm. If they like it, they like it. Yeah, yeah. It's literally as simple as that. As I was talking about the days and days sort of people, like, if it's a good song, they'll like the song. There's even some, uh, what's, there's like some of the Kook songs. Is it the Kooks? I'm pretty sure. They're like, it sounds so imperfect and out of time, some of them. Like there was one that um, <clears throat> Black Cactus was showing me because he was, I was doing that thing of trying to over overthink it. And he was like, listen to this. He was like, that's not even in time. Mm. It's like, but people love it. <laughs> and I was like, fair play. But yeah. I found you can go ham on it and be like, and you know, make try and make it sound perfect, perfect, perfect. But, I think there's like, for me personally, there's like a balancing point of trying to make it perfect and then going just too ham in it and then just hating it. Yeah, you can overdo yeah. it. Oh, yeah. 
At what point do you realise, though, that that's enough? Because I think that if you were doing a job for someone else, if you were producing a track for someone else, you'd go, right, I'm happy with that, we send it off, done. But when it's your own track... You're emotionally invested, aren't you? Yeah. I think when you're absolutely sick of it <laughs> and yeah. you cannot listen to it again, yeah. like, well, it was good at one point. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's got to go out. Yeah. I think you said that to me about one of your one yeah. of your tracks, and you were like, "I've listened to it so much now, I just want to get out of there and see what happens." Went all right. That's yeah. li- that was literally how I felt towards Homes Where the Heart Is. I got yeah. to a point where I was like, "I don't even care now. Just put it out there. I'm just, 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 just release something." <laughs> so, where, where in Ireland were you living? Waterford, so uh, Republic, oh, really? Republic of. So when I was when I was living in London, um, uh, I'd met a lady, and then we were together for a couple of years, and then the panoramic hit, and she was Irish, and I always wanted to live out in Ireland, so I was like, yeah, go on then, I'll just go live out there for a year. And then we broke up, and I sat out there for a couple of months, and I was like, I'm a bit bored, because I didn't really know anyone out there. Mm. And then I was there for like two or three months, and then I just moved back. So. A friend of mine's in Waterford now. I'm sure he lives in Waterford. Yeah, No, seriously, really? I'm sure he does. I'll look in the break, but I'm sure he's in Waterford so much in now. common. <laughs> My God, Matt. <laughs> Wouldn't it be bad, though, if it was like, he's dead? Oh, <laughs> Mate, is he is he from Waterford? No. Ah, it'd be grand. No, he's not. He's from Tilbury. <laughs> <laughs> I met him via mates. He's no now way. living in Waterford because he met an Irish girl. Ah, don't do it. I'll <laughs> <laughs> be back in a couple of months. I give him ten months. <laughs> See you soon, Billy. <laughs> uh, what I was going to quickly talk about is we've got our gig coming up on the 29th of September. Um, I missed the submission date. I was so gutted. So I only listened to that podcast today, the last uh, one, that, the last one that you released. I only listened to it today, so I listened to the Blind Boy podcast yesterday, and I heard it. That's not like, one of ours. Oh, and I, I was, <laughs> don't recommend that one. That's <laughs> why I call Rob. <laughs> <laughs> but I just, I felt, oh, I was gutted. But yeah, anyway, your gig, sorry, 29th. So yeah, so 29th, uh, as Fraser says, uh, you can't register anymore, but you can buy tickets. If you go to futurehits.co.uk forward slash events, or you can also go to unsignedmusic.uk forward slash events, or they're available on... Dice. Dice. You even promoted it on your show tonight. There you go. Listen to my show. And, say that. <laughs> and your show is where? On Future Hits from 7pm till 8pm every Tuesday. It is, yeah. And you can also catch it on demand on Mixcloud and on the website as well. I like it. Yeah, it's there every week. Nice.com forward slash Future Hits Radio. Future Hits Radio, yeah. Um, also on Unsigned, so we've got our partner stations here. So we've got Radio Chelmsford. Isn't some radio, as you can obviously see if you're watching on YouTube, yeah. um, and obviously Radio Extra as well. So they go out, Unsigned goes out, 7 p.m. Uh, 7 p.m. every Sunday. If you want to upload music to that, you go to unsignedmusic.uk. You can submit your music on there. Did you see any of the uh, Taylor Hawkins gig? Mm-hmm. I, I watched a couple of clips. I, yeah, but it was I didn't realise that it was actually being broadcast live. So it was live on, like, I think Paramount Plus, potentially. Wow. So I didn't see it on there, but I saw, like, I think I saw Gary Neville sharing a video of it or something. So how's he watching this live? And, um, but yeah, I want to watch it on demand because it looked like it was a hell of a lineup. Yeah, yeah, it looked like a good gig. It looked like a very I good I saw gig. Like a couple of clips and I was like, fair play. Like, he got his son to play. Um, He's playing drums, wasn't he? Like, my hero. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, and I was like, fair play. Yeah. Fair play. Yeah, that was, yeah nice. it was amazing. So I'd love to go, love to actually see that. A few people I've known that actually went and were lucky enough to be there, oh, which yeah. was really nice. Um, right, so what we're going to do, we're going to have a quick break and uh, I'm going to make sure my friend does live in Waterford and then we'll come <laughs> back and we're going to do your dream gig. How's that sound? Yes, that sounds beautiful. Sounds beautiful. Yes. Just like me. Right, uh, we will be back for section, well, two slash three. What? 
What is wrong with you two? I didn't even know him. What did I do? Don't even look at me. He was like, he said stuff about himself. No. Tension. Blame me. It was just, I see it. He feels it. We know it. That's why we're going on the break. <laughs> right. Hopefully we'll see you in the next section. Bye. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Unsigned Podcast. As some of you may know, I'm an ambassador for MATES, which is Mental Health Awareness through Educational Speaking. They're a peer-to-peer support group. They're based in Essex, but they've got a group on Facebook, and uh, there's a load of great ambassadors out there all offering out some support. Uh, If you want more information, go to their website, weareyourmates.com. But let's get back to the episode. The Unsigned Podcast. Rolling. When I went to when I went to the admissions gig, um, it was at the SX, not the Sex Bar, the SX Bar in Brentwood. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They've, it's just been taken over by Car Trick, so oh. they're they're like running events out of it, and it was the first event that they've held there, I think. It's the first event admissions have played there anyway, and I went there, and I wasn't drinking because I was driving, and also I'm not really drinking that much at the moment. I'm just trying to be like good, yeah, because I'm not doing any exercise. So I feel like that offsets it slightly. Sure. Um, eating twice as much doesn't help. Um, <laughs> But I had a Red Bull because I haven't had a Red Bull in years. And I thought, well, I can't have a beer. So I have a Red Bull. <laughs> yeah. Not good. You. Why? What happened? I'm literally drinking one. No, it just made me oh, feel. Just it just made, yeah, it just made me feel a bit like I was back in being 18. Back being 18 and, in the club. Yeah. Fuck Red Bull, please, mate. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, jug of vodka Red Bull. I'm speaking of soft drinks. Oh, what you got? Not the, the Lucas Aid's much better, after all. So there we are. So, well, now I was at, at the chicken shop. <laughs> I could pull out a bag of chicken. No, <laughs> I got you any. You wanted chicken. I, I do. Chicken shop. This is my favourite drink Go in on. the whole world, and I bought dandelion and burdock. No, oh. even better. Cream you, soda. I bought you one each. Yes, my guy. Even the next behind the camera is feeling it. My guy. Oh, mate, thank you very much. I also, because I know you got kids, I bought your kids some sweets as well. Oh, bless you. And then I bought some chocolate for you guys. Share this is like salted dark chocolate. It's really nice. But I bought these. You're the first guest to bring anything on. Really? Yeah. I just think it's it's step up. (laughs) Raise your game. I just think it's polite, like it's, it's lovely, yeah. yeah. And I've, I heard you got kids, and I fucking love kids. I think they're brilliant. They're fucking jokes. So <laughs> I just, I just think that's that, how I describe them on a daily basis. I think they're jokes. Like, <laughs> I think kids are wicked. I can't wait. I will wait, but I can't wait to be a dad. Yeah. Um, so yeah. So I don't know if they're allowed. Yeah, sugar of course, they, I, I appreciate that, mate. Thank you very much. That's all right, nice. No, but you have to. This shit is the best, man. Oh, I'll try it. And then this, yeah, the dark chocolate. It's now officially a mo- I probably won't eat on. Pods, <laughs> no, no, that's fair. But, but I will drink on pod. Yeah. But thank you very much. Very sweet. That's all right. I feel Literally. like Manish needs this more than me. <laughs> Got far too excited. Manish, do you want her? Do you want my one? It's cool. I had one earlier. Yeah. Oh, right. <laughs> anyway. Of course he did. Of course he did. Very what a sweet. legend. That's all right. You're just, you know. You're going to have to go to one of your gigs now, aren't we, really? No, you don't have well, to. He's, he's mentioned, <laughs> he mentioned two in the break. Can you tell everyone where your gigs are? Oh, hang on. Wait, when's this going out? Monday. They would have missed it. They would have missed it. What's, what gigs are you doing next week? Um, oh, he needs to prepare now. <laughs> I, I love gigging. I just I gig a lot and I just forget what I'm doing. It tastes like sweets love. in a can. And love. Sweets <laughs> in a can. It's, it's brilliant. No, it's it great. tastes like rock. Dwayne Johnson. <laughs> it tastes like the rock. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? What's rock? Like rock. Candy, like the seaside. Like candy. Oh, sick of rock. Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Candy. I know, but my kids say candy. Candy. Because they, they watch, like, American oh, kids like... on YouTube. Oh, And I'm right. like, no, it's sweets. How is it? You can't complain for it because you, like, <laughs> do you know what I mean? You've got, like, 
Yeah, hold on. Should we reveal this on camera? <laughs> She's hiding it. She's look. literally enclosed. <laughs> man for man, marking with all the bottles. God's sake. But um, did you have some? Mm. That's an uh, that's an Abby face for. Not sure about that, but thank you very much. Um, I appreciate the gesture. <laughs> don't do that again. <laughs> you don't know me. <laughs> I love it. Honestly, strawberry Rinder's the one. It's I've never heard one. of it. Hands down, you know, I'm a crack open as bad boy now. Crack open a can on the podcast. Are you sponsored man. by them? <laughs> I, I wish. I'd Cherry my... drops. Is that what it tastes oh, like? Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Wary drops. No, don't oh, do no. that. No. <laughs> that sounded terrible. As soon as it come out of my mouth. Right. Oh, you fucking spilt it. Oi. Uh, I forgot you could swear on it. <laughs> yeah, you can swear on it. Although what I have thought, there we go. what I have thought about doing, which I might regret, is that to put, I might create like um, radio edits of the podcast and then putting them out on the station every now and again. I'm going to call you out. You did do that at first. Uh, you did a I did. I did a couple of previews, didn't I? Yeah. Um, that's when I was editing the podcast myself before we had Joel. And yeah. what I was doing, I was going, oh, that's a good like two minutes to put in. And I put that in. But now we've got the acoustic tracks. So uh. what I do is I'll... So you're doing a couple for us after. Si. And then what I'll do... Spanish again. And then what I do is I'll play one of them, yep. probably an original of yours. And then I'll play that on Sunday show to then promote the podcast for it coming out on the Monday. Fully, this tastes like cherry drops. Oh, the verdict it? is in. A strawberry, though. I know, but it tastes... Have you ever had cherry drops? J- jerry drops. <laughs> <laughs> No. I know, I know what you mean. <laughs> you got plenty <laughs> behind that that w- bottle wall of shame. <laughs> nice. Show the sponsor. Yeah. <laughs> not sponsored by LucasAid. No. Um, right, should we do your dream gig? Yes. Why not? Um, so you know the concept. We're going to give you a few different things and you need to tell us as an example who you'd want at your gig, what would be on your ride away, your after party is, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, I'm on. So we've sort of taken festival off the table. Because yeah, that, that makes sense. everyone was choosing Glastonbury, Pyramid yeah. Stage, Sunset, the Sam Vendor slot, as we call it. You did a lot of festivals over the summer, didn't you? Oh, you just went to one as well. I just played one on the sun. Oh, God, yeah, that messed me up as well. I saw you were quite hungover. It was my last, yeah, it was my last festival. Why did you look at the camera like someone was going to be disappointed with you? <laughs> well, <laughs> no, co- no, no, no comment. comment. No. Yeah. What's the new track called? I'm a player. I'm saying something to find you, Matt. <laughs> I really hope that's true. Um, but no, uh, yeah, it was my last festival and I wasn't going to go down. And um, I went up on the Saturday. Um, I was playing on a Sunday because um, on the Saturday afternoon I was playing for Invasion Colchester, which is like the, the day in Colchester where they get loads of superheroes everywhere. Oh, cool. um, and it's really cool. I've played it five years in a row and the people who run it, they actually bought me a, um, a bottle of Jack Daniels with um, my name on it. And oh, it says cool. Fraser Morgan, FM in middle. And at the bottom it says... Um, uh, don't forget me when you're playing stadiums. Um, and it was a quote that uh, Example said to Ed Sheeran when Ed Sheeran first supported him before he was famous. Oh, wow. Uh, and I found that really meaningful. But anyway... So you're going to be Ed Sheeran famous? No, <laughs> I really hope not. Mm, well, I don't know. I just want, You know what my actual goal in life is? Is just to make my current salary or wage doing music. That's when I'd be content. I'd be happy with that. I'm not looking for fame and stardom or anything like that. If I get notoriety or some degree, then that happens. But like, I'm just content with the thought of just living off performing and meeting people. Because my favourite thing about music is writing that music and playing the gigs. And after every gig, I just get off the stage and just go walk outside and go and say hello to everyone. Because I'm not being funny, but if time is a currency that you can't get back and it's non-refundable. So the fact that you're spending your time standing there watching to me and listening to me chat shit for a bit, for like <laughs> 45 minutes or an hour and a half, I appreciate a lot and I'll let you know that I appreciate it and I'll go and tell you. And I think it's really important to 
to shake those people's hands, to give them hugs, look at them in the eye and tell them that they're thankful, and which is something that I struggle with social media in regards to TikTok and stuff, because I know a lot of the industry is really pushing TikTok. Mm. Heavily, heavily, heavily pushed TikTok. I've, I've spoken to <clears> a couple of like big people in the industry about it. TikTok, 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 TikTok. But I'm like... I don't want to spend my time making TikToks. I want to spend my time making music. Like, look mm. at Jerry Cinnamon, fucking legend. Like, that fella, oh, he released Campfire Vampire, Campfire Vampire, whichever way around it is, in 2015. By 2017, he released er, uh, Erratic Cinematic, I think it's called. And motherfucker doesn't have a tw Twitter account, doesn't have a TikTok account, and he's got like a, a million and a half play uh, listeners on Spotify every month. Mm. And it's like, it just goes, and he's just one fellow with a guitar, and it just goes to show, if your music's good, and you've got a good attitude about you, and you work hard, you can make it like that. It's just a bit harder these days, I'm fully aware of that. But yeah, but anyway, so back to the Saturday. Thing. No, I think that's a very, very valid point. I don't think you should skip over that. I think okay. it's a case that where everyone we talk to on here and i'm sure that you guys as artists are well aware it is very much tiktok based and there's yeah. it's almost a point where i've heard some people say that unless you have that social media following mm -hmm. labels yeah. won't go for you no and that's true but the the wrong labels won't go for you yeah there is that too right it's they'll <clears throat> because there was someone i was talking to recently um who was a really really lovely person and they do a lot in the industry and they mm. were saying like sometimes they'll use those quick TikTok sensations to profit, profit off them mm. and then invest in what they see as the longevity artists. Right, okay. So the artists who are a bit more um, hands-on on the ground of it and don't really care for the TikTok side of stuff because me personally, I don't want to sit there watching a video of myself loop for an hour trying to put captions over it like i did i did it recently once because i was like so it's the worst right it's especially if you do a voiceover thing on it that oh voice. and the amount of work goes and it's just they're, they're, these companies are just profiting off you insanely and you're just like just being swiped and forgotten about which is why i say i would if i ever make it to a point i'd I'd happily hire someone to do my TikTok for me and I might upload my own stupid TikToks mm. but like when it comes to the promotional stuff I just haven't got time for it because I'd much rather be hands on feet on the ground running out there emailing people and like being really polite be like hey is there any chance I can play this gig for you or hey I've seen you do this or hey mm. I know this person and actually going out and actively doing it and gigging and meeting the people and speaking to the bands and thanking the sound engineers and shaking the hands and buying people's pints and being kind and networking just being a decent fucking human being because that goes way further than just seeing someone seeing you for 30 seconds on a TikTok and swiping past you. Oh, was that a... That's a clap. Oh, nice. <laughs> <laughs> but that's just my stance on it. That's just me personally. Mate, it, Other people might be different. I I mean, I'm fully aware of it. Be a fucking decent human being is a good stance to have, I suppose. Yeah, well, my two, my two big things, people, for some weird reasons, people start coming up to me and ask me for advice about music. I don't know why. But my two things that I say to them are, one, gig as much as you can. Two, don't be a dick. I said... Said that, yeah. I, yeah. It's literally... <laughs> I'm not joking. It's that simple. As long as you're like... Because then the more you gig, the better you get. And then the better you get, the more people are going to want to see you. And then you start building that thing and you start writing those songs and building those experiences. And it just pays into itself. Where, like, yeah, just gig as much as you can. Just be nice to everyone you meet. Thank the sound guy. Buy him a pint. You know, thank the door stuff. Thank the, the, the bar stuff. Thank everyone who is playing a part in making that gig happen for you. Let them know that you appreciate them. Because... It's just a very important thing to do in life. And mm. not even for the sake of how, how can that ripple come back and pay you, but just on the pure basis that everyone deserves love and kindness and respect, no matter how much of a dick they are to you as well, still be, kill them with kindness. And I live by that. I've come had, from personal experience. Yeah. Did you, did <laughs> you look bit. at me then? 
No. Oh. <laughs> all like guilty conscience. All like all I saw was a head tilt, and I thought, "You looking at me? What have I done?" <laughs> but no, but that's just my stance on life. Yeah, I think, no, and it's just cool. like no matter how, because you don't know what people have gone through that day. If someone calls me a prick, and I'm like, "Whoa, that person called me a prick," mate, ten percent of it could have been in to do what I did, but nine percent could be other stuff. So you just kill them with kindness, be nice and I just be nice to everyone me, no matter what dick they are to you basically. But yeah, just gig as much as you can and just do it for the love of it. Because I'd much rather be out there gigging and sat in a room watching a video of myself for an hour. Generally words. Or cars two. Or cars two. Oh yeah, I'm I'm yet to I'm yet to start cars two. I'm yet to that'll probably be tonight's film. We've watched yeah. quite a lot of like good there's loads of good stuff on Disney, but we loads. watched one the other day which was oh fuck, what was it called? Onwards. Don't have, don't watch that on a down day. Oh really? Yeah, it is good. It's a good film, but it's about um, two brothers trying to trying to get their dad back, who's passed away. Right? Isn't that like Coco? Yeah, well, oh, yeah. I don't I don't think I've watched Coco, Coco's, but it's oh, Coco's good. Don't watch that on a down day. Oh okay, fine. Right. But it's oh, on, this, oh god, no. <laughs> this onward we were watching with the kids, and I, I quite enjoyed it. Um, but we're watching. I was like, I recognise these two people. Who the fuck are they? You recognise the cartoons. Like voices. Oh, <laughs> not fake, like not visually. Like, what? <laughs> I've seen them in Asda. <laughs> was that the day you took acid? <laughs> Might have been. Um, <laughs> no. Enjoy your trip, guys. <laughs> <laughs> it was uh, it was Chris Pratt and Tom Holland. So Spider Man. Nice. So anyway, so we were watching that, and I was like, oh, this is really like it was quite cool. But then like my boy, like he's yeah, like I said, he's going to turn seven, seven. next month, and. Uh, we went to like he was going to bed and he was like it was quite sad wasn't it and i was like why was it sad mate he goes because the boy didn't get to see his dad I don't oh sorry shit <laughs> well, uh, i don't need to watch onwards then do i but i was like no but it's like you know it was all about him and his brother and you know their it's relationship Coco, Coco, yeah should we just ruin Coco? <laughs> ruin it if you want but then, what my point is no 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 yeah we enjoy a film day like a film day film night absolutely love a film night absolutely i think they're the best favorite film favorite film uh chappie how do you answer that quickly because my brain tells me just <laughs> she just flashes an image up. It was either that or what what dreams may come. Neither of which I know. Okay, what what dreams have come is a Robin Williams film. It's about um, love him. He's great. I'm gonna get Robin Williams tattoo soon because I love him. He's hands yeah. down my guy. He uh, my email at work. It's signed off with a, with a Patch Adams quote. It's like everyone's born with a bit of like spark of weirdness. Don't lose it or something. Yeah. But um, but the film is about basically um, it, they tell you at the start, but like he dies and he goes to heaven, and it's about. It, their take on what heaven is mm. and heaven's whatever you want it to be and it's a beautiful beautiful film uh, apparently the colour is amazing I'm colour blind so I don't really see that side of things but apparently it's just a it, visually very beautiful but also emotionally amazing but then Chappie is a film I watched a bunch of years ago <clears throat> made by Sony and it's about it's based in South Africa it's uh, featuring the duo Deantwood. Um they're a rap duo they're <clears throat> absolutely mental but they're actual famous uh, rappers um, but they're in the film and it's basically it's set in the future where they have police robots and um, the fella who designs them takes one and goes to install artificial intelligence they get kidnapped they get robbed the, the, the ant would steal the robot and when it starts up it's like a newborn baby and he leaves it with them and then after leaving with them, with them after a while it starts to act like a gangster and he's like yo what's up Holmes and all this sort of stuff but again the ending is, is fucking beautiful but it's a really really it's about two hours long but it's one it's probably one of the best films I've ever watched did you think it was going to be about a dog <laughs> I did Chappie I just assumed it to was to be fair that's got that's, that's got dog, dog food yeah alright subliminal messaging advertising works sponsored by Chappie um, I, I can't answer that on the spot I'm 
always seem to always go back to children of men for some reason. Children of men? Yeah. Elaborate. It's kind of like hand, Handmaid's Tale before Handmaid's Tale was released. Right. Um, yeah, so birth rates going down. It's not as exciting as yours, but I always go back to it. It's like a dis- anything dystopian, mm. I tend to like, that could potentially be real. Mm. Like, uh, Utopia's kind of dystopian, actually. Yeah, yeah it was sounding like it. Yeah, and yeah, it, yeah, AI yeah. learning from... Yeah. There you go. Good. Yeah. We're on the same page. I know. Yeah, yeah. Shall I leave? <laughs> 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 what was the rest of it about? You said dystopian. Okay, so then they find a woman who's pregnant and there's like essentially World War Three. Okay. But they need to get this woman to a safety boat and get her out of the war zone. Oh, uh, one of those. Okay. Yeah, well, so it's a bit of war, a bit of dystopia. Okay. Yeah. I actually want to watch Children of Men. Children of Men. Okay. What about yours? Marvel film, probably. <coughs> Marvel, Marvel slaps. Endgame made me cry. Did it? Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> no, me, no, fair play. Me and, um, I've got goosebumps. Me and my uh, son watched Infinity War the other day. Um mm. which be him being six nearly seven, yeah. there is a bit of language in there. So me and him are watching it and the like, wife walks in and someone I don't know if they say dickhead or something. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah. Four, call me a dickhead again. <laughs> like <laughs> <laughs> explain his name. Um so yeah, so and she walked in, he's like, like, ah, it'd be right. <laughs> yeah, be grand. And then he was like, Can we watch the next one? And I was like, oh, I'll probably be all right this time around. You have to watch it first and go through with your radio bleeps. <laughs> no, it's because of the emotion. Yeah, it is. It is emotional. It is a big come together of a film. Um, yeah, it's massive. It's so, one of the biggest things in cinematic history. Easily. I enjoyed it and it made me emotional. But I think, and your eye can already see your eyes rolling, but Matrix was a big film for me. <laughs> yeah, Matrix no, Matrix. Phenomenal. Did you ever play right. the game? The games are great. Yes. Games, games are good. Um, but I did, yeah, Matrix, but I feel like it's got, I feel like it's got quite a deep meaning to that film i don't think it's just about sci-fi stuff i think yeah do i go into it <laughs> your podcast maybe mate. Not. do what you want maybe not venue <laughs> <laughs> i'll tell you what, wow, the marvel films for ragnarok is one of my favorite i haven't watched it yet you haven't watched no. Thor ragnarok it's the funniest marvel film it's okay. like do you know the fellow who does um what we do in the shadows there's the, like a new i think new zealand kid so you know the fellow he, he's in that but he plays the voice of korg and he directs thor ragnarok best right. sense of humor ever and it's just like you, you, you met korg yet throughout the films the stone guy hello my name's yeah korg. he's the one who's playing the game and he goes oh, four guys call me a dickhead God, again God, call me a dickhead again <laughs> yeah, oh mate it. he's so great i love thor so much <laughs> um, the, um korg and there's this scene that makes me die every time because basically thor loses all his stuff and he's telling korg about it and he goes, I used to have this hammer and I used to throw it and it used to pull me off. And the core goes, oh my God, the hammer used to pull you off. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, it seems like you have a really intimate relationship with this hammer. <laughs> such a good yeah, film. So yeah, right, watch, okay, that. Sorry. watch that. So venue gig, what am I doing? What? Yeah, so we're, we're doing your dream gig. Mm. 18 minutes of us chatting <laughs> shit Don't about worry. films. That's how it and works. you didn't even go into the Matrix. Did no, you how it works, man. It's I love about podcasts this, like this. I think it's about... Uh, like yeah some spiritual person coming back i think that's what it was about like second coming or something like that anyway i could, I could sit here for two hours and talk I yeah i know but it's to supposed guys. to be a musical podcast yeah but it's fun i know <laughs> right so we're doing your dream gig we need to know what yes. your dream venue would be we're Ra- taking camden festivals Roundhouse. what camden roundhouse oh there you go done already cool next easily like four thousand cap is my dream venue <laughs> is uh, it every time that's I, an original answer uh, really mm. i love it uh, it's a brilliant venue i went and watched um I got. Uh, I met the nothing but fees manager. He's a really lovely guy, Richard, 
and um, I got tickets to go watch them at um, Roundhouse, and then I got to go backstage and meet them there, and like they're all so lovely. And then I was just seeing them play on that stage. And I was like, this is a hell of a stage. Like the place is phenomenal. I've been to watch two gigs there. Hands down, it's my dream. Like if <clears throat> that's like my big goal. For yeah, music. yeah. Like my <clears throat> my dream is to just live off my music. Yeah, yeah. But if if I could sell out Camden Roundhouse, holy shit balls. Some big names. Holy shit balls, like straight yeah. in my heart, like hands down easily. That would be that would make that would be enough to make me cry. Hmm? Have you been there? No, I haven't been there. I was going to say I felt a bit like that when I went to Shepherd's Bush Empire. Oh yeah, that's a great thing uh, as well. I can't get my words out. There. <laughs> but yeah, I went there, and I think it was to I want to say Lanterns on the Lake, but it might not have been. It might have been someone that's else. A nice band name. Yeah. Yeah, they are cool. Nice. But um, yeah, I can't remember. I can't remember who it was now. I'm sure it was them. But yeah, I went there like years ago. Where would be your dream venue? We haven't yeah. asked you. Oh, you can't really ask that to someone that's only done like... Chinneries. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no. No, no, I don't think so. Chinneries to me, I know loads of people we know have played there, but yeah. that's goth and rock music to me because I grew up in Southend. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah, that makes it sense. Is, it is quite a rock venue. It yeah, is, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, I, can't, I don't think I could go there. Gone, your dream venue. If you could, you know, you've got your music rolling, you've got like, you. and someone says to you, look, we've, we, we, we're ready to do your next 150th gig, whatever. Where do you want to headline? And you'll be like, you know what, I'd love to play. Thing is, right, with your music, obviously you've got the melodic sort of stuff where you're singing as well, but with some of your tracks are, are quite in a dancey sort of... I was so going to say, but you put took festivals off the table, I don't know if that applies to me as well, but I think... A yes, it does. V-Fest. Yeah. 2016. Does example tent. Hmm? Vfest doesn't still run, does it? No, no, not anymore, no. But you know a tent like, I think, example, Calvin Harris, yeah, yeah, that yeah, sort yeah, of yeah, thing. Yeah, the tent yeah. they've done every year. Yeah, yeah. I would love to do that. Yeah, I think yeah. that goes off every time. Fair. Yeah, Fair. that is cool. With the more electronic stuff. Oh, yeah, definitely, yeah. yeah. No, that would be cool. That would be cool. That would be really cool. I put a new one in to this, Ooh. which was, so sometimes <clears> you've got it where like you have someone announce you. Who would be your? I don't know if this is going to work or not. We'll try it. Yeah. Who would be your special announcer? Like someone you get to choose anyone to welcome you onto the stage in front of your your fans at the Camden Roundhouse. See, emotionally, my heart was like my little brother. Oh, that's sweet. He's twelve and he's a legend. He is emotionally, my heart goes my little brother. But like, my brain is like. <laughs> Morgan Freeman. <laughs> <laughs> he could announce it like God, couldn't he? <laughs> Next up. Like, oh, that little voice. Hey, no, wait, we're back in. I couldn't, I don't know how to do it. <laughs> I don't know how to do that one. No, right, but like a stupid one. But, oh, I'd love to get like, um, uh, my favourite, I love stand-up comedy. Yeah. I'm a massive stand-up comedy fan. Daniel Sloss. I'd love to have him announce me on because I know he'd be a twat about me. Yeah. Because he's great like that. He's sense of humor is impeccable. And I know he should be like, next up, this fucking dickhead. <laughs> like, he would be perfect for it. So, yeah, Daniel, if you're watching, because you are, announce me. At <laughs> your dream gig. Yeah, that's a good one to keep that. I like that right, a lot. Okay, cool. So, at your dream gig, mm. you've got three acts. You've got yourself, you've got, and two other acts. You've got your headliner, main sport opener. Where are you fitting on the bill and who else is going to be there? Do I have to play it? Like, well, it's your dream gig, so ideally. Okay, oh, for, for me, to, so my dream gig to play, I didn't know if it was, it was a good dream gig to watch. To okay. play. Well, you'll be watching the other two. I will be watching the other two, so headline, oh, go on. I was going to say, and you'd be very jealous if they were introduced by either Morgan Freeman or... I would be fuming. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I'll be like, set this up. Especially if your brother announced it. <laughs> yeah, <I'm> like, <laughs> Cruz, what the fuck? <laughs> 
um, I would headline the front bottoms instantly. They're an American band. Um, <laughs> Abby's just got very up. immature. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're going to... Can we zoom in on just this? No. So no, we're just going to give her a minute. Too much red <laughs> She's going to go red now. So you're supporting them? What are they called? <laughs> she's gone red. I can't remember what they're called. What they called as? <laughs> the front bottom. Yeah, they are. Uh, <laughs> that helped. Thank you. You're welcome. No worries. Need to up. Confront them. No. <laughs> <laughs> you need to confront the front bottoms. Um, what has happened to this podcast? I. <laughs> I think I'm the problem. I, so who else th- is they're there? my favourite bands. I've got oh, a right. tattoo for them. It's my oh, favourite cool. song of all time called Flashlight. Not Flesh, Flashlight. <laughs> um, it's not even... I've got a laugh. <laughs> you got a little... <laughs> a little off-camera laugh. <laughs> nice. But no, it's a, it's, an, it's a beautiful song. It's one of the... Uh, Audio-wise, it's like they do this beautiful thing at the end where they overlay like lyrics and stuff, and it's just phenomenal. Um, so they're they're an American band from West Virginia. You're still laughing at the front She's bottoms. still laughing at the name Front oh, Bottoms. I'm just turn but they're my favourite band of all time. They're a massive inspiration. I've I've even tried to email their um, agents and stuff. They're like, can I just like play your gig or like whatever? And obviously, I get no replies. But so they're in America, right? Yeah, so they're in America. They don't really uh, haven't played a gig over here in years. But as soon as they do, I'm buying. I'm booking like two weeks off work, and I'm buying like four or five tickets, and I'm just gonna go watch them I love them I adore them every time every time on a night out and I come home and I'm still like feeling a couple of tins I'll sit there and just crack up in tins by myself and just watch the front bottoms for an hour not that sort of front bottoms I bet you do that too <laughs> crack open a couple of tins crack, crack open a tin and watch the front crack bottoms crack open yourself <laughs> Oh that was all you that one I know, by sorry. the way you opened the door and I just ran through it <laughs> you just barged through like a bailiff <laughs> oh my so, god so anyway so, so you're supporting them so who's opening I think I'd want to open alright okay because I think I think I want to go me and then front bottom's headline and then this guy who I've discovered recently who I adore Lewis Dunford oh okay he's from um, uh, North London I can't remember where in North London he's from um but the guy is a lyrical genius um again i've emailed him and his manager i've just been like can i ever support you at a gig just please. and here's the thing when reaching out to people i think me personally from my experience and from um, from managers who i've spoken to as well mm. um they don't mind people reaching out to you but i think you have to accept the fact you're not gonna get a reply mm-hmm. and I, I i'm fully aware of it when i send an email i i try to be as unique as possible but also kind yeah and not to the point where like I'm not a suck up and I'm not like oh my god I uh, I'm, I'm making up lies I'm always honest and everything that I say when I do email if if there's an artist that I like I'll email their manager or their agents be like look I'll be honest I'm a massive fan of this artist um, here's all the stuff that I've done um, <clears throat> and here's the stuff I plan to do here's how many gigs I've done um, here's some like short little because I've heard um, from industry people who was, I was speaking to a couple recently they really like it when you send um, sorry um, I, like a YouTube link so if you upload a video um, and put it as unlisted if you copy the link send yeah. that they really like that apparently so send like one or two clips of you playing live they say they like it when you send videos of you playing live mm-hmm. um, and just be really polite and just have a bit, have a bit of humour have a bit of laugh like I'm kind of quite self-aware and write my emails and I said said to someone the other day I was like oh, I'll keep this brief and right at the end I was like I said I'll keep it brief I've just written three paragraphs what am I like like but having a bit of humour and sometimes you get a response sometimes you won't there was recently I emailed someone recently 
of a really big artist actually who I've loved for like 10 years and I just emailed them and I was like hey um I'm re- I'll be honest uh I know you, you manage this artist I'm a massive fan I see they've got a tour coming up have you got any support arranged if not I'm just letting you know I'd love to play well, mm. I wasn't expecting to reply I got reply within two minutes oh wow and they were like, hey, yeah, um, we haven't organised support yet, but I'll check out your videos and we'll touch base in a couple of months. Nice. And I was like, you know what, thank you. And even if they don't reply, you've still just sent out a polite email. You haven't been a dick. You haven't said, I want this or demand this or mm. anything like that. Don't expect a reply, but just be kind. And, you know, now your name's in, in the brain. Yeah. And worst case scenario, you come out where you left off. Mm-hmm. Best case scenario, you get a reply. And it's like, and that that's all it is, really. But um, Yeah, we had Eliza May in recently, and she supported Kate Nash. Yeah. From a, a similar thing, where I think she might have said, we're looking for support, <coughs> and then Eliza got involved, and yeah, she was supporting that. And then she said she was brilliant, like, she come up and spoke to him and all that, so it was quite, yeah, you can, you do get those chances sometimes. You so really you do, but, but you've, that's it, you've just got to keep exposing yourself, like... Not like that. <laughs> not like that. Not, not like the front bottoms. Like... Not with your front bottom. <laughs> no, definitely not. You can, only the back bottom. Ooh. Oh, <laughs> spicy. No, but listen. But no. But but Louis Dunf, Louis Dunford, basically, he's um, a phenomenal, phenomenal artist. I played a gig in someone's gaff the other day, uh, the other month, and uh, someone was like, "Oh, you remind me of Louis Dunford. He's got this song called Regretamin." Which right. is basic. It's a it's a brilliant song. It's... Is it about regretting taking ketamine? Yeah. <laughs> what? Winner, but it's about it's a it's but the lyrically it's phenomenal. The way he writes is insane. It's basically a song about um, how the first time he acted into a ketamine, um, but the song lyrically is 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 insane. And I listened to his entire discography and I'm hooked. He's got another song called Boss Man, which is about um, talking to a toilet attendant, and he's like, oh, "Is this is this all like? Surely there's more to life than this." And he's like, "Look," and then and the toilet attendant turns around to him. He's like. I might not have much money, but like I've got all the riches in, in, in my life, in love and in my family. And then he tells stories of different people. He meets like the taxi driver and then a guy in his local shop. And then he's got another song called um, The Angel, North London Forever, which is about where he grew up um, and about spending time. I reckon he's from Angel. I think it, oh, maybe. Yeah, actually. What gave that away? <laughs> <laughs> Fucking idiots. But yeah, so, but yeah, so it would go... Um, yeah, uh, myself to open, I think it would be an absolute honour. And then uh, Lewis Stumford to go on with his band afterwards. And then the front bottoms go on and they'll f- smash it out. I think that would be amazing. We've lost Abby. We've lost Abby. Um, what would be your cover track? Not necessarily one you might do later, but what would be your cover track at your dream gig? Mm. So I kind of, I already do it now. Um, it's one that I adore doing. But either, I don't do this one, but either um, Take On Me, mm-hmm. to, I think that'd be a great uh-huh. one. Uh-huh. Yeah. Or uh, Sheila by Jamie T. Yeah. He's playing at Finsbury. I know, next, yeah. Next year. Yeah. I'd love to. <clears throat> yeah. Oh, that'd be insane, wouldn't it? It'd be cool to go. I saw him, it was he played Glastonbury, didn't he? Did he? Yeah, I'm sure he played Glastonbury because he seemed, he, sure. uh, when he was performing... He literally had like a shirt and every, it just seemed like all these buttons just kept coming further on. My guy. I was like, yeah, I look like that too, mate. Speaking right. of which, you seem to have your top off a lot. Like Not all, now he doesn't. No, but on, <laughs> <laughs> on every Instagram post pretty much, you're like, oh, my top's off again. And you'll make, make quite sure. a point of... <laughs> she was like, screenshot, screenshots. 
<laughs> had to do my research. Research, <laughs> research, <laughs> research found my OnlyFans. She paid and subscribed. <laughs> research. Have you got an OnlyFans then? Not yet. <laughs> we'll see how the next five years go. Uh, <laughs> but yes, I yeah. So I just get quite warm um, at gigs, especially at the band gigs. If I'm doing band gigs, so mm. I'm quite mental at a band gig in a good way, but I'm a bit mental. Um, and I just love going mental and completely letting loose and doing shots of tequila on stage and like just taking my top off and going wild, really. But yeah, and I love it. And especially during, I've got a song called um, I Fight Your Dad, <laughs> uh, <laughs> which is about I, I was seeing a girl once and um, her very, very, very uptight um, upper class father, um, she got a tattoo and he blamed me. So I write a song called I Fight Your Dad. So, but yeah, but I go mental during that one. And I thought, oh yeah, it's great. So, yeah. Crowd, but yeah. crowd surfing? Uh, have I done that yet? I did it, but not on my own gig. No, I did it at, um, when I was playing Harlequin. Uh, there was a band on there, amazing. And it was my birthday. And they you crowd surfed it. at someone else's gig? Yeah, they, they <laughs> let me. Because I, I said to them, I was like, it's my birthday. Like, get out of here. <laughs> cool. Amazing. Who would you duet with? If you could bring a special guest out onto the stage? Who would you like that to be, and who would you duet with? Lewis Capaldi, maybe, maybe. But I don't, I don't like to go too mainstream, Poppy. But just because he's a fucking, like he, fella. he is mainstream, but I feel like he's really cool. Like yeah. he's, he's not like we said earlier about self-deprecating and his billboard and stuff yeah. like that. Like yeah. I imagine that he'd be pretty normal if you just, yeah, for sure. Or a I female mean. artist, like um, because I've actually got an entire playlist dedicated. I just, I feel like. Uh, we need to shout about female artists a lot more and I've got like an entire playlist that I've got dedicated to, to just female artists that I find um, called Badass Talented Women um, and it's just got an entire it's just fucking badass talented women or like these these girls are sick uh, and there's a couple on there um, I can never remember their names though I'll tell you what would be mad you and Louise I think the energy that you Parker. two have yeah 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 Louise is awesome I think you and Louise would just I'd love that actually. I think your styles would marry quite well oh yeah I reckon. I'd love to do some more stuff. It'd be very difficult to try and tie you both down, I think. I think you'd both be like... <laughs> 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 Rob's playing bass for her. Yeah. Oh, really? Mm. Is that, I think he said that last week. I don't think I've just yeah, dropped he did. Yeah, he's, got, he's got the rehearsal today, <laughs> hasn't he? he had, yeah, he had it the other day. Yeah. Oh, the other day. Yeah, he said it was quite different to an admissions gig. I went, well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> A little bit. A little bit, mate, yeah. Yeah, you and Louise would be pretty cool. So yeah, did you choose? Did you? You couldn't remember their names. So we're going Lewis Capaldi. Yeah, he's a, he's a badass talent. I mean, woman he's well. a badass talent woman. Mm. What would be on your rider? I didn't realize you have to pay for your rider. Yeah. Didn't no, you don't. My well, well, hold on, because there are people that I have I've worked. For I think it's when you get to a certain level you don't have to. But I think oh, okay. So we, I, I didn't realize this, and I can't remember who we discussed it with. It might have been B, and she said that yeah, like if you're doing At a festivals. gig, and gig was like if she, she said that when you're doing a gig, you have to pay for your rider. So she never actually asked for anything. And I was like, well, this is your dream gig, you ain't got to pay for anything. So what would you have? You got two choices. What would be on your rider? Um, a, sh uh, a pint of Guinness with a shot of Kraken in it. A uh, sort of what? <laughs> a pint of Guinness with a shot of Kraken in it. Okay. Kraken. Kraken. Crack. Okay. A shot of crack. <laughs> I'll have a bloody great gig. I'll have a bloody fucking... I, 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 why would just be the top that's coming off? <laughs> Everything. The, the Kraken will be coming out. <laughs> yeah, the Kraken will be coming out. Um, <laughs> that was a bum joke. Uh, <laughs> I know, I made it. I'm trying to... Oh, you did. <laughs> right. Oh, what would be your second thing? Um, 
what's what's it place that on the table in a smiley face that's like three no i'm talking like we need a full circle all oh, right okay and then yeah i think just to make sure they've checked the contract yeah, we see. We fucking. It was uh, third lung. They were talking. about I love about it, it that you've listened to my podcast more than I have. <laughs> third lung, we're talking about it. Yeah, yeah. and they were saying. What about... you did on your hangover day? This was on. This is my drive today. Oh right, research okay. on the way here. Yeah, yeah, fair. yeah. they but said that it was Ozzy Osbourne. Ozzy Osbourne asked for brown M and M's or something to make sure he checked the contract. If not, then they checked the monitors and make sure everything because they clearly haven't read through his requirements. Mm. That's a good thing to do. And mm. um, you may have already touched on this, but your made it moment. You said earlier on you would you would feel like you would you have made it, kind of my words out, if you were living off of your music. Mm-hmm. Would that be it, or have you got something else in mind for your made it moment? I think that would be that'd be a very important step for me. I feel I feel like that's when I can go, I can kind of breathe mm-hmm. and go right, okay, cool. Like I, I'm I'm kind of doing music now um what would be a big main what is the day job i work for a student's union oh okay so um i yeah i just work for a student's union i work in the education department it's actually grand i (coughs) sorry um that's really bad you know (laughs) it's that it's this and i'm sat down and i've got like the worst like i could just feel air in my stomach <laughs> and i'm just like just smile and wave just smile and wave <laughs> no it'd be grand um but no yeah so i do that and i just literally work with students in education so i support them anything education related oh, okay cool um the big made it moment i feel what did i've actually i don't know because i've actually got a um i've got a notes uh uh, I've got a thing on my phone in my notes um, of list of things that I want to achieve within the next year, and I started the list in June. Uh, and today's actually marked one of them off. Uh, today, one of them was uh, to be on a podcast, my music. So you've actually ticked one off, so I can put that on my Instagram now. Yes, I mean like, I've done I think that. I've one. seen your notes. Wasn't it like play- how many gigs did you want to play this year? Um, you've got one on there that's like i want to hit 725 by the end of the year as in like so i started the year on about 590 wow um but i did that within eight months i did yeah i've done about 140 145 gigs this year so it worked out i worked out it's uh on average four to five gigs a week or one gig every one and a half days jesus christ i love it (laughs) it? that's like blowing your head how do you fit in your day job it's in the daytime (laughs) Yeah, no, but where, no, so no. as an example right so on, this week mm-hmm. so it's tuesday now but mm-hmm. you where monday to sunday this week mm-hmm. although what are your gigs for this week so this week's a bit of a quiet one <clears throat> so yesterday i well, yesterday i was still hung over from the festival because saturday night so i do this thing any gig i go to especially festivals i think it's really important i know you just asked that question but also just because it's like an unsigned thing i think it's really important um when you go to a gig especially like a festival is to do your networking yeah go and speak to everyone don't just put yourself in your face but i'm this person i'm doing this but like go around the network like a lot of the time if i'm st- if i'm playing a festival i'll stay a night or two night or two before and i won't stay in the artist camping i'll stay with uh, everyone else uh, the peasants the no, <laughs> <laughs> i'll stay with the peasants and it's it's dirty i know but you've got to do what you've got to do um no you be a man of the people <laughs> you just gotta be i bring i bring anti back everywhere i go because they're very dirty no I'm joking um but no you <laughs> 
But yeah, I camp with like everyone and I just chill out with them and I smash beers back with them. And if it comes up, they're like, oh, what about you? What are you doing here? i be like, yeah, I'm playing. They'll be like, really? And I'm like, oh, yeah. Like, and like, they'll end up coming to see me. Like the festival I did recently, Saturday night, I got absolutely spangled. Spangled is not a word you hear often enough. <laughs> there you go. I got, I got spangled. I got gazeboed. I got trolleyed. <laughs> I got ballooned. There's so many you could use. Ballooned? You just, you, just, uh, you, you could use anything. Okay. You could use anything. But I, yeah, and I end up walking around and I said, there was a couple of people and I was like, do you fancy some music? And some of them were like, no, not really. Because I think it was like a stoner festival. Right. Um, some people were very chill. But some people were like, yeah, all right, please. That'd be awesome. So I sat down with them, played some songs. Apparently it was like three hours. I sat there playing some music. I didn't even realise. I started at midnight. I finished at 3 a.m. Um, didn't even realise. By the end of it, there was only three of them. By the end of it, there was like 25 people gathered around this tent. Oh, yeah. And then oh. I finished there. And I heard there was some more music going on. So when I played somewhere else, like, a, like an hour later, for like an hour <laughs> again. But the next day, I had like bare people come to watch me because mm. they saw me networking they've kind of tried before they buy sort of thing nice. you know they've seen me be a dickhead and talk about mental health and the songs are right and then they've gone you know i'll go and check this fella out so i think it's always really important to go but you can't expect people to come watch you mm. you just yeah, can't you yourself out there, yeah. i'm never backstage at a gig ever i'm always out there which is with everyone because i love people i think they're their best um but what was the question again sorry uh, what, was <laughs> when you, what made it moment how'd i get to that i don't know you said the i said what would your made it moment be is it living off your music and you yeah. said I don't know, why did i start talking about festival oh my week oh, gig, oh, my week. oh yeah your week. yeah so my Jesus. week how busy my week Tangent. is so, yeah so i was very hungover yesterday so i slept and then today obviously i've driven up from work <clears throat> to do this and then tomorrow i Basildon. no that's thursday actually oh, sorry, sorry i got that wrong no i got that wrong but tomorrow i might go and play a gig in town because i've got like an open mic so i might go and play that I think, I think I'm meant to have a date tomorrow. I'm not sure. Um, but I'm much going to do music. That'd be a good date, though. Nice. Come yeah. watch me play. I, was, oh, I don't know. I think that's a bit... <laughs> it's a bit self-indulgent, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but um, it's a bit shaggy right now, I said it. It's like, a little bit, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, and then, yeah, and then Thursday, I've got Basildon. And then Friday, I'm playing at Coda. Mm-hmm. Um, supporting uh, the Mets with Collars, Danny and Co. I think that happens in painting. Um, and obviously Mefsa and then Saturday I'm working the anti Rob Grade Festival um, which is like a charity festival they run in Colchester so I'm working that and I'm help running the cabaret stage until 7 and then at 7 I drive to Chelmsford to play a hot box which I can't wait for and then Sunday I'm watching my friend play HMV and then after that I'm then driving to Brentwood to record the next single well no an acoustic version of Home is Where the Heart is for a single release and drive back and then it's Monday. Oh, wait, what day is it? Oh, that was then, Sunday. Yeah. And they'll probably go and play an open mic after that, but... You're making me feel very lazy. Why? How do you... How do you Everyone's busy in their own way, though, aren't they? Yeah. yeah. Like, I, my, the, the way I explain it to myself in my head is... <clears throat> if I don't do this, like, I could just be... I'm just laying there watching TV or playing games or whatever. Yeah. I can do that whenever. I, I'm so hungry for my music. Like, I... I will do this forever. Like you will have to take the guitar from my cold dead hands. I will be doing this forever. Yeah. Um, because I just love it so much. But it's in my head. It's I've just noticed. I call it ripple. I, I just call it rippling. Right. <clears throat> what I mean by that is, I do as much as I can, because you don't know what can come back round. Mm-hmm. And the biggest proving point I had for that, it blew my mind. <clears throat> I'd played a gig at the Monarch in Camden when Beans on Toast or Jay McAllister was booking gigs there. And I played a gig there, and that was about 2018. 
it was. And I played a gig there, and that was that. And I came home. And then three years later, so this was like, oh, no, this was like, it was about three years later, actually. Yeah, this was like September, October 2021. Um, I get a message from someone. And like, hey, dude, how you doing? Um, I saw you play the Candle Monarch three years ago. Um, uh, there's this uh, band who have got a sold out single launch. I can't do it. I remember watching you. We were on the same lineup. Do you want to do it? Wow. Oh, cool. That's a three year three. ripple. <clears throat> yeah. Three years that took to come back around. But you just don't know. Mm-hmm. You, you, and that's why I do everything. I send out as many ripples as I can. I do everything all the time because you just don't know. So 90% of them might not come back. Mm hmm. But those 10% might. And with that gig that I played, I played to a room full of people and the band were like, we want to get you on again for our next single launch. Now I'm about to play to another group of new people that I didn't know before. It's constant exposure in a in a, in a good c- way. Consensual way. Yeah. yeah. <coughs> um, but that's it. It's You miss 100% of the shots you don't take. So I will literally try and do as much as I can because you just don't know how it's going to come back around. You just what's never the, know. Um, what's the gig at Hotbox on Saturday? So that is for Point Clear and someone else. Uh, who is playing? I can't remember the other band. Sun Sands. Let's know how it goes at Hotbox because our yeah. event's there, so it'd be interesting. To Hotbox is amazing. I've played there three times. Oh, sweet. Four times, and I'm setting up another event there in for November the seventeenth. Um, Hotbox is fucking amazing, and yeah. I really think m- now more than ever, um, <clears throat> it's, uh, independent venues need anything. Yes. Uh, they are in a chokehold. They are dying, and like, yeah. and uh, Hotbox is no stranger to that. Like, I'm really scared of just losing all these venues mm. and just having, like, the dickhead venues left like O2 because I'm not being funny. But, like, I don't like the way O2 operates. For example, like, they they charge so much and then they also take, like, 25% of the merch, the artists. Wow. Mate, I don't know if you know that. 25% they take off and then the rest is yours. And it's like, that's not your O2. Mm. Come on, like you're getting like a lot of unsigned bands supporting maybe these bigger bands. Yeah, I can I can kind of understand maybe why you would try and take some money off them, but these unsigned bands or like yeah. these smaller bands who are supporting these ones, you're taking twenty five percent off these people. Yeah, come on, be a lot of you're already margin, paying the stuff. You're already getting money from the bar. Like you're getting bare peas from this already, <laughs> and you're just trying to like take what you can. And, like it's not cool. So no, no. we need these smaller places because then how are we going to get like? The Arctic Monkeys, the U2s, the the so on and so forth. How are you going to get where these people are going to start? They can't just start out at an open mic and then just end up at the O2. Mm. Like they've got to play all the other independent grassroots venues, which I believe I know it's the cost of living right now is absolutely fucking savage. Yeah. But like, <clears throat> just try and support your local community as much as you can. Whether it's just like liking a post, commenting on a post, sharing a post. It doesn't have to be financially and monetarily. Um, but even those little things because they they just need it now more than ever because they're dying out and I don't know how yeah. long they'll be around for. No, it's a scary, it is a scary time. Yeah. Um, but yeah, going and support local venues is a very, very good point. Local venues massively and local artists, just shout about them. It's, it's free, to, literally free to do. You'll happily share like a picture of um, Molly May starting up a new business with I, millions and millions. But you won't share, but you know what I mean? Like these yeah, people out yeah. there, they'll share, they'll share like his Kim Kardashian post, <laughs> but they won't share the mate who just started up like a pottery business down the road. It's yeah. like, come on. Get your priorities straight so now. I have found that. So I'm trying to make artists pick fully other artists' recommendations. So yeah, yeah. that's my radio show. Nice. People are so reluctant to recommend someone else. I and my mum said that. that. She said, well, they're just going to say, 
me, listen to me. <laughs> I was like, well, why wouldn't you? That's not what, I mean... What that's not how music should be. No, no and that's what we... So we're trying to be community. 100%. Yeah. That's the way it should be. When someone ever asked me what music I listen to, I've literally got a list on my phone of my favourite local bands, and I've got an entire list... Uh, I've got an entire Spotify playlist dedicated to Colchester music because there's just music I've gone fucking tune that mm. stick it on the playlist and it's got like a lot of listens because I love supporting my friends and my big thing as well is if you don't invest in your local scene why the fuck should it invest in you, in you yeah. why should it when you release your new single why should they share it why should they listen to it mm. what have you done for them and like, and that's not the reason why you should do it. I'm going to listen to my friends' music because I, I want to see what my friends have created. Yeah. And I want to, I want to, I want to give it the time of day that it deserves. Um, but I can't expect people to listen to me if I'm not going to even go out my way to share their posts or listen to my music stuff. And, and you know, ninety percent of the time they might, but mm. it's still that gesture of just no one's in competition with each other. I know no. it might seem like it, but. We're all in different fucking races. Yeah, we yeah. all think we're against each other. All artists were like, "Well, I'm not going to share your post, and you're because you know I want to make it, and I want to make it for you." It's like, but then people, works. then people won't know. That's the whole. No. That's the whole thing with this. Like what you're saying about if people are reluctant to uh, like to recommend other artists, I don't get that. The no. whole point of what we do here and what I've done on Unsigned for the last year and what we're doing on Future Hits among and everyone else, and isn't and rate isn't in uh, the Archway Tavern acoustic nights on a Monday. It's all about promoting the local scene and promoting unsigned artists and emerging artists as a whole you don't I just think in life generally you don't get anywhere by trying to put someone else's fire out absolutely not like, <clears throat> absolutely not and I love spreading the love and stuff like there's so many acts like Armoured Man are phenomenal Jack Walsh are phenomenal Tundra I saw them recently they're amazing Rad Pitt yeah. Eat Your Own Head Tundra yeah, are brilliant Bridget them on the show. like there's so much out there mm. and it's phenomenal and I love shouting about my friends that's why I've made the list. So yeah. if anyone ever turns around to me and goes, "Who would you recommend?" I'll just show them the list. I'm like, "Listen to these, listen to these pricks. Like these guys are amazing." <laughs> right, let's get some of these thrown out. So after party, where's your after party? Uh, Hawley Arms. It's down the road from Camden Roundhouse. It's oh, um, okay. Amy Winehouse used to hang out there all the time. Oh, cool. um, she'd written some songs there. She was hanging out with Pete Dockett. She used to play some pool and that. Um, and apparently on the female bar from Doors, they've got loads of messages written to Amy Winehouse. And my ex-partner at the time, she was like, look, there's no one in there, but come and look at this. I know you're an Amy Winehouse fan. And this is beautiful. And I've got a song called Oh Amy, which is about Amy Winehouse. Mm. Um, I sent it to her mum, and her mum said she really loved it. So I really appreciated oh, wow. that. And it's about my take on how... Um, in this song, Amy hasn't died. She's actually ran away, and it's about how I my take on how I believe like her dad and the media played the part in her disintegration and falling apart essentially. Um, but I say in it at the end, I wish we could talk, you know, and have a drink at the Hawley Arms, play some pool, and have a smoke and remove the chaos from your calm. I'm sorry that you're gone, or more, I'm sorry we couldn't save you. A Camden will never be the same without his urban angel. So I would absolutely adore to do to do the Camden Roundhouse, swing down the road and go play Oh Amy at the Hawley Arms. I've always, every time I go to Camden, I go to the Hawley Arms, I have a pint, best Guinness I've had in London. And um, go, yeah, I've always envisioned in my head, I was like, one day if I ever get like well-known enough, I'd love to be able to play Oh Amy here. I think that would be That's a amazing. dream. Yeah, that would be the one. That's the best answer we've had. Oh yeah, that was very good. Oh. Very good. Thank you. What we will do, we'll do a couple of quick fire questions. Yep. Quick fire, right? And then we will get onto your acoustic track. No, won't you, would you? But, hey! right. Look how quick I've come up with these answers, by the way. those answers are amazing. <laughs> the answers to the questions are great, but then it was a 20 minute tangent. That's <laughs> brilliant. That's how a podcast works. It does. <laughs> deal with it. Longest sec- section ever. Best gig you've had, go. 
Uh, Harlequin. Oh, and I headlined on a Thursday night about two, three weeks ago. It was fucking phenomenal. It went absolutely off. It was brilliant. Where's Harlequin? Harlequin was in Norfolk. We Norfolk. actually oh, ended okay. up. Um, we started as I intentionally started a stage invasion. We had over forty people on the stage, and the next day we had to get five people in to fix it and the lights. But popular on stage, I might be a dickhead, but off stage I'm not because I turned around to him and said, "Look, I know there's some damage. If there is any, invoice me because I will pay for it. You treat everyone with respect and kindness, like I said. Don't be a dick. Don't be a dick. Guilty pleasure track." Um, I've done a pain in NAX and I'm doing and I gotta Miley. go. Is that a, what That's is so it? That's the first one that came to my head. It's Miley just, Cyrus. It's just a bop. Well, anything <laughs> ABBA. Mm. ABBA's better. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, which is the song you wish you wrote? Um, and if you've got one as well, shout. Oh, what's some like the JCB song by Nisloppy? I do love that. I'm supporting them actually in a week and a half. Really? Three Wise Monkeys, yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, I'm really excited about that. And uh, you know the Seabright Arms you were talking about earlier? Yeah. I think I'm supporting the fella that I love called Pros. Um, he's playing there, so I'm supporting him just by literally messaging him on Instagram and being nice. There you go. See, but yeah. That's all it takes. Yeah, what about yours? Go we. Um, no, we ain't got time. Oh, behave yourself. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Can't put me on the spotlight, though. Which is the song? Which is the song that you wish you wrote? Okay, yeah. If you've that? heard it from another emerging artist that we've had on the station, or a, like, a more mainstream track, uh, probably something by Alanis Morissette. Is that really? That's fair. That's cool. That's fair. That's cool. That's fine. Well done. Melody or lyrics first. Go. Lyrics. Lyrics. I think beat. Someone last week, our third lung. They said melody first. Uh, yeah, no, an, ar- an artist that you should love, but you don't. Oh, I don't really hate main them. main. I don't say hate, did I? No. Main like a mainstream artist. You go, I love. I should like. You know, we should like. Like Rob doesn't like George Ezra, or Bieber. Fair enough. The Beatles, actually. Yeah, I'm not a fan of the Beatles. I've never. I listen to them. I'm like, oh, they. I can tell where the music's come from. I can see what they've done for music, but I've just never want to sit there and go be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. No, but that's it, really. Uh, yeah, what about you? B was a good one. Katy Perry. Oh, just Katy bubble Perry. Bubblegum pop. That's fair. Yeah. yeah, that. Yeah, that's sort of like, like pretty like. Uh, yeah, I'm not. Miley Cyrus though. Look, it's guilty pleasure. It's one. I'm an old one guilty pleasure. Say, what are you saying? That Some people say that feet. she shouldn't be feet. <laughs> 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 are you saying that she shouldn't be a guilty pleasure, or she should? She shouldn't be a guilty pleasure if you're not keen on bubblegum pop. No, but like that song is bubble. But she, yeah, she, she's that song might be, but she's n- she's a bit more edgy. Yeah, okay. Like she's more edgy than Katy Disney Perry. edgy. No, but she wouldn't. She would. She went quite far from Disney when well, she was. Yeah, getting, if I've had a couple of pints Disney. and that song comes on in the club, I wonder what you're going to say. <laughs> 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 if I've had a couple of pints, if I've had a couple of pints, Miley Cyrus, right? Me and her in the room. Yeah, you know what I've had to do. No, um, <laughs> make a sound, bowl. You sounded like. Um, so I fucking wrote anything. Yeah. Yeah, they fairy cake. I came here for a shoes hat. Waste of my time. I keep seeing the TikTok, you know, like. Yeah. Oh, don't. I sat there as a kid, like, by myself a lot, so I just learned how to do voices for some weird reason. Oh, I love it. What would be your entrance music? Like either as a wrestler or walking onto the stage. Um, oh, there's this song that they played recently at the gig, and I can't remember the name, but I'll get my phone quickly because I'll play you it. It's that song. Have you heard the bad version of it? The bad. So there's a version of it's it. It's not the recorder, is it? 
<laughs> no, no, no. There's a version of it where basically they intentionally have everything out of tune. Right. It sounds like this from a gig. Right. Near your mic. Oh yeah. Mm. Is it gonna- Wait, oh, no, come on. I think that's enough. <laughs> so it's that song. That's what it sounds like if I try playing. <laughs> that would be my intro music. Put some dub music. under that. We've got a Matt song. What is the song that makes... What did you say? Put some dub beats under that. We've got one <laughs> um, What's the song, a song that makes you emotional? Where did you develop Cle- all these questions? Cleveland, Ohio by John Floriani aka little brother it's a beautiful song and the, the the imagery behind the song is stunning because he talks about the opening lyrics are um i was surprised in a cleveland car park in the corner sat my new texas sweetheart um the perfect setting for an awkward first kiss you were smiling so my lips met your teeth and it's like the throughout the entire song it's beautiful imagery and he gets really into it towards the end but yeah that or flannel by um cardboard swords is beautiful as well so there you go you got one I don't uh, want to put you on the spot. Tori Amos, Gold Dust. Amos, fair play. Yeah. An artist you'd love to see in concert that you haven't yet. Thrombohms. Ah. Yeah, I know, I know. I really want to. You did Should have been you. your guilty pleasure one. The Thrombohms? They're not my guilty. I'm not guilty. I've always said the Thrombohms. <laughs> the Thrombohms? <fumbles. laughs> the Wombles. The Thrombohms. Oh, behave. <laughs> I really want to see the Thrombohms. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, 100%. What about you? Who do you want to see live that you haven't yet? Oh, I haven't seen many people live. Oh, I'd like rubbish. to see the Foo Fighters again. Oh, you saw them at Wembley, didn't you? Reading. Reading. Who was it that saw them? Someone at Wembley. I saw Oasis at Wembley. Oh, that was all right. You know? Okay, there fine. Okay. Um, there are 10, but they start every song with their first with their name, like Jason Derulo. So I have to pick someone who would do that? No, you just, what would they be? So say, for example, you be? started every track with Fraser Morgan. <laughs> <laughs> I think that'd be a legend. Absolute legend. Fraser Morgan. <laughs> American. <laughs> Apparently. <laughs> I think I'd love that. That'd be brilliant. Yeah. I'd, love to see the, I'd love to hear the front bottoms do it. The front bottoms. Like. Like <laughs> <laughs> a front bottoms. Like, I don't know. Right, last thing we're going to do before your acoustic tracks, we're going to oh, yeah. do gig tour put in the bin. It was gig tour. It's gig tour right or gig tour put in the bin. Ooh. But it depends if we're feeling nice. But I think you can be a little bit edgy. So we're going to go for gig tour put in the bin. All right. I'm going to put you on the spot. We're going to think of three artists for Fraser. Okay. And he's either got to do one gig with them for a night, go on a world tour with them for yeah. a year, or put all of the stuff they've ever done into the bin. Okay. So if you can think of one, great. If you can't, shout and I'll... Do Stop. someone on the spot. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we're going to go sort of mainstream-ish, right? So we'll go Lewis Capaldi because we've spoken about him quite a lot. We're going to go Front Bottoms as well because oh, he's said, said that quite a lot. And then we need someone else that we think is quite within his wheelhouse, but <coughs> might... Sam Fender. Are oh, you pricks? So gig, tour, put in the bin. <sighs> Have we got enough space on that card, by the way? Have you had to replace it? Okay, cool. Okay. Oh, man. Come. Okay. Well, tour with the front bottoms. Cool. Ooh. Absolutely. They're just, they're awesome. And I love. Six minutes. Uh, we're cool. Could do a lot in six minutes, Matt. Um, Twice. Four times. <laughs> 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 I 
<laughs> My bad. Um, we shouldn't do that. <laughs> We've recovery. Um, so yeah, front bottoms tour with them. Absolutely. Um, I, I adore uh, Sam Fender. Um, I think I'd play a gig with Luz Capelli so I can hang out with him because he's a funny bastard and then something in the bin but I, that's no Ooh. representation it's just hard for me to do because I, don't, I know I, I don't like to, saying it if you had to it. write with one of those three uh, I'd write with the front bottoms okay. yeah because they're that sort of music and then I'd want to write with Sam Fender and Luz Capaldi last because okay, musically out of all of them Luz Capaldi isn't it, is, it the is, is at the bottom for me just because I like how Sam Fender writes and like yeah. this song like about white um is it white something white privilege and things like that it's great and the front one's just my style mm-hmm. 100% good stuff for you Tori Amos Alanis Morissette can't Mor- ruin the 90s for me yeah and oh um Kerry Katona. <laughs> no, I don't. Um, <laughs> I'm joking. Jesus. I'm joking. Uh, do you even you know s- Alanis Morissette and Tori Amos that well? I do. Okay, got that. Yeah. Um, who else? Annie Lennox. Because um, I know that you... <laughs> we've got about three minutes left, so you better hurry up. <laughs> I think I would tour with Alanis. What was the other one? Tori Amos. Yeah, gig tour, put in the bin. Uh, I said Lance, um, I said uh, thingy, didn't I? But let's go for... Kate Bush. Oh. <laughs> I would have to put either Annie or Kate in the bin. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I was trying to think of someone, but I just They're borderline in a little bit on the pop. Yeah, okay. Pop, yeah. Fair. Yeah. Yeah, I can't think of anyone else. Okay, there you go. Yeah. Right, what we're gonna do yep. is we're gonna finish up. You're gonna play us a couple of acoustic tracks, but before we so go, could you tell everyone where they can find you on your social, Spotify, all that good stuff? Yeah, so it's just Fraser Morgan, F R A S E R like eraser but with, a, with an F and then Morgan you've made that so much more confusing that's more it's like Fraser Fraser Morgan F-R-A-C-I-M-O-R-G-A-N and then UK at the end because there's really one fellow that took it he's made his camp private now because he kept getting tagged and all my stuff so, <laughs> I've yeah, seen that with like everywhere. footballers and cyclists like I am not the real I am not Garen Thomas yeah <laughs> yes that's where you can find me there you go Pornhub only fans soon probably depending <laughs> how the rest of the music goes with his front bottoms oh yes of- where can everyone find you AB Violet Everywhere, all socials, a.b.violet, and you can listen to my show, Artist Pick, on Future Hits at 7pm every Tuesday. Yeah, and any that's right. And any shows that you may have missed, you can go and catch them on Mixcloud or at futurehits.co.uk. Unsigned Artists, go and get your music uploaded to unsignedmusic.uk. We'll get you on the shows and played on the partner stations as well. And tickets are available for our event on the 29th of September. Go and get those. The great Leslie are headlining. Two support acts to be announced. And uh, yeah, hopefully we'll see you all there. But thank you very much for coming in, Fraser. Thank you very much. Abby, thank you for co-hosting. Legends. Manish, thank you as always. Have a great week, everyone. We'll see you next time. Bye. The Unsigned Podcast.